Hello and welcome to another episode of the Pixelated Podcast. I'm Patrick Greif. And I'm Alex McGlenn. And today we're going to talk about where to source event inspiration from. Yeah, so event inspo. Uh, it is really hard to come up with ideas all on your own all the time. I'm sure all of you out there have some amazing event ideas, but there is nothing wrong with borrowing uh, some from your fellow planners. So, or creatives. Uh, so number one, I think or this, websites. There you go. This is probably the most obvious. Uh, Pinterest. Obviously, Pinterest is a great place to go get inspo for all sorts of things, whether it is Wednesday night dinner or your new event uh, that you're working on or some sort of other home project. It doesn't really matter. It's got everything. So if you're stuck and in a rut, uh, whether you are a professional event planner or you are a, uh, a bride who's DIYing their wedding, either way, Pinterest is a great place to start. Yeah, I mean, for so many of the podcasts that we've like that we've shot so far, you know, I mean, head head to Pinterest, like going going to th you know, if you're doing a, a micro wedding in your backyard, like search micro wedding in my backyard, uh, you're gonna yeah. find every way to hang your Edison light bulbs um, that you could possibly <laughs> imagine. Um, also, little bonus tip for all of our um, our early adopters that are out there: Google just launched a competitor. Um, to Pinterest called Keep, K-E-E-P. Um, maybe it'll die as another social network that Google has launched and done, didn't succeed. Or maybe it'll end up being huge, um, but it's all about curating collections of stuff. So also you can check out Keep for Inspo. Um, number two on the list, my personal favorite, um, where you can also use the hashtag event inspo and find yourself the wormhole that you're looking for. Um, but Instagram, Instagram is an amazing way to follow, get inspired, um, get ideas, trends, insights, like all of that stuff. So whether you're looking at event planning companies or wedding planning companies or wedding planners or individual production companies, um, I mean, a, a cursory look of event inspo or event profs hashtag on Instagram will have you um, finding and liking stuff for days. Couldn't agree more. Pat spends a lot of time on Instagram. Too much. Uh, so. Uh, number three, you could also kick it a little old school and just use Google Images. Um, it's almost like people forget that exists sometimes. Uh, but if you search up, uh, you know, backyard wedding ideas or 2020 conference ideas or whatever it is that is the theme of your event, uh, you'll find some really cool images. Not everything is hosted on Instagram and Pinterest. Uh, things like Flickr still exist. There are still individual blogs. Um, that are being released that you can pick up images from. So Google Images is also a really great place to start um, just to kind of get, again, some uh, some initial ideas uh, generating. Yeah. Uh, so next on the list would be uh, like websites, blogs. Um, so I follow daily uh, a lot of different websites. I follow BizBash. Um, if, you if you follow us on uh, any of our social channels, you'll see that we like to share out content um, from BizBash because it's great. And we if we find it great, we think that there's a good chance that you might as well, which is why we share it uh, so that way it's valuable for you. But um, you know, party slate, uh, uh, wedding wire, uh, any any big uh, events centric blog that's out there. Uh, if they're worth their salt at all, they're they're publishing daily editorial content that is covering all of the emerging stuff that's happening, um, stuff that's popular, stuff that's really resonating with people. So find yourself some good um, event event style blogs and uh, and hit the RSS feed so that way you get updated every day. They publish new stuff. 100%. Uh, so next up, this one's a little outside the box. Hope, well, maybe, hopefully not for some of you. Uh, your attendees. So we've talked a lot about this. We've talked a lot about UGC. We've talked a lot about collecting event data. 
uh, we've beat the event data um, thing into hopefully everyone's heads. But event data is a really good place to uh, get ideas for your events next year. So if you're hosting an event uh, and you're not sending out surveys to get ideas for things that you can improve upon or ideas for next year or things that people don't like, you are missing a huge, huge, huge opportunity. Even a small event with 500 people is still 500 people's ideas generating things that you can do for next year. And if you're talking a much larger conference with you know five or 10,000 people, you only need a very small percentage of them to reply to get you know a whole host of ideas for things that you can change and implement in next year's uh, event or potentially in a completely different event altogether if it's just a good idea. So again, make sure you are collecting that information and you're tapping your attendees to see what kind of info they have and ideas they have up in their head. Yeah, so uh, next up on the list would be uh, your, your colleagues, your, uh, your local network, your co-vendors, if you will. Um, so, you know, when you're talking to the, your colleagues, saying to them, what events did you go to in the last six months that were awesome? What virtual events have you attended that you weren't bored to tears by and why? What were the things that were there that made them awesome? Um, you know, like lean on your colleagues. They're out there, um, they've got eyes and ears and they're experiencing additional events and um, you can rely on them to say this was really cool and maybe you should try it. Um, conversely, uh, you know, like, if you're planning an event, you're probably talking to a lot of other vendors that you're planning it in conjunction with. Ask them, like, what's hot? What, you know, what did one of your customers bring to the table that blew your mind? Um, they've got them. They're, they're activating, they're um, hustling to stay in business and to keep moving the industry forward right now as well. So um, your, your colleagues and other industry professionals are gonna have a ton of just awesome ideas for you. Couldn't agree more. And that's a good segue uh, into tapping into a broader uh, network of event professionals through um, professional groups like MPI or ILEA. Um, I mean, there's a whole host of, of different uh, professional networks that are kind of built around the idea of events and conferences. Um, some of them are really specific to verticals like uh, education or something like that. Some of them are a little bit more broader like MPI. Uh, but regardless, those are really great places to network uh, either in person when those events come back uh, at their local chapter meetings or virtually through their website uh, and through some of their virtual events. So again, if you're not part of one of those networks uh, and you're really a, you're a serious event prof, at least consider joining them. Some of the fees can be a little steep, but again, the doors that they will open and the amount of people you'll be able to connect with uh, is pretty astounding. Uh, I mean like MPI, for example, has over 10,000 members. That's 10,000 people you have uh, the opportunity to reach out to, to get event ideas, to get event inspiration, to get feedback on things you're trying to put together. Um, again, so use those networks as a, a sounding board of sorts to uh, learn, grow, and ideate. Uh, and uh, again, that's how you get the most value out of those memberships, so make sure that you're taking advantage of it. Yeah. So I want all you guys to make sure that you uh, hit the subscribe button today. Actually, we're going to do a, uh, an episode next week that is all about why we decided to join MPI and what we are hoping to get out of it. Um, also, what we're getting out of it already because we've had some, some early success. So um, make sure you hit the subscribe button so that way you are notified when that episode comes out. I think you'll find a lot of value in it. Um, also, before you go, if you could please remember to rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. Uh, your reviews help us find more listeners and also make sure that obviously you get uh, notified when we publish new episodes. Um, so that brings us to the end of today's episode. Um, I'm Patrick Reif. And I'm Alex McGlynn. We'll see you tomorrow. Peace.